So, hi everybody, this is Benjamin from SportsTechX. Today I have the pleasure to talk to uh, Jill from Sport50. Sport50 is a solution to simplify club management with the help of a virtual assistant. I like this solution very much personally, so I'm uh, very uh, much looking forward to uh, talk to Jill today and find out more about it. Hi, Jill. Hi, Benjamin. Uh, thank you very much for having us with uh, Sport50 on the podcast. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, like I said, looking forward to talk about your solution. Uh, it's uh, a very unique one uh, uh, amongst all the solutions that I've seen over the last month and uh, years. So um, yeah, let's let's kick it off. And the first question is always about you as the one I'm talking to. Uh, so why don't you share a bit about what you've done in the past and what you're doing now? All right, sure. Um, so I'm a 20-year-old entrepreneur from uh, Luxembourg, Europe. Um, I used to play uh, hockey and uh, like every kid playing hockey, I had um, big dreams. But uh, like most, I came to the realization at some point that I would probably never make it to the big leagues. Uh, so I, uh, I stuck to um, what I'm uh, much better at, uh, which is entrepreneurship and uh, technology. Um, so after that, I uh, decided to study business administration. Um, during my studies, I founded uh, my first company, um, sports.com uh, with a Z. Uh, which is a platform uh, for professional player recruitment. Um, then after that, I made a short stint in a London-based uh, investment fund, which was very interesting uh, and a very exciting experience. But uh, then I decided, like most entrepreneurs, to listen to my uh, inner voice, and uh, I jumped headfirst into um, Sport50. So together with my business partner, we founded uh, the company uh, under the roof uh, in my parents' house, like in uh, those cheesy Hollywood <laughs> movies. <laughs> um, where we would sit uh, 14 hours a day uh, in sweatpants uh, and we're dedicated to building a monster. Um, yeah, so four years later, here we are. Uh, we're still alive. Um, we have grown this into a very interesting business um, with obviously very uh, much nicer offices, a team of developers uh, and a lot of customers. Um, yeah, and hopefully uh, more to come soon. Uh, but it's been a hell of a ride so far uh, and I uh, really hope to continue uh, this journey. Cool. I didn't know the fact about your parents' house, and I'm uh, happy that you made it out of it, and I'm sure they are there as well. Yeah, yeah they were very supportive. <laughs> <laughs> Can't imagine. Um, yeah, so let's talk about Sport15 and what you're doing there. Um, first of all, which problem is it that you're solving? Uh, sure. So um, we're tackling the problem uh, of volunteering and managing sports organizations, uh, but in a very unique uh, and disruptive way. So um, let me put this first into context. So there's over 5 million amateur and grassroots organizations. Uh, most of them are led by volunteers. So those are people who uh, each spend uh, on average 450 hours of work per year for their organization. And they all have one thing in common. So they have little to no time. They have almost no workforce. Um, and uh, they have very little professional knowledge about um, this subject. So um, in general, volunteering here is the, the real problem. Um, now, there's current solutions, you know, who consist in the usage of uh, multiple disconnected tools, you know, for member management, websites, social media, uh, CRM, finance, and so on. Um, and no disrespect to those companies, but, you know, this has existed for over 10 years now. Um, but we feel that um, they haven't really disrupted anything on that market or haven't really solved the problem because, um, you know, the volunteers still today, they still require time, they still require workforce, and they uh, still require knowledge. Um, so we believe that the root of the problem is not managing an organization, but uh, the idea itself um, of relying on volunteering, you know, in terms of grassroots and amateur clubs, 
uh, or even on a human workforce for semi-pro and pro uh, organizations. Cool. And the big question, of course, is how do you solve it? What's so special about your solution? I'm sure you don't have an army of volunteers which you send to the clubs, but uh, actually you only have one sort of volunteer, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so the solution we believe is not just building management tools. Um, you know, instead, I want the listeners of the podcast uh, to ask themselves uh, a few questions. So what if um, we try to raise a volunteer's workload? Or what if volunteers didn't have to do manual labor anymore? Or what if volunteers turn into sheer decision makers? Um, I think if you answer those questions to yourselves, um, you'll probably notice uh, that the result would be that the volunteers, they gain time, um, which then at the end of the day, they can um, spend on more substantial things. Uh, so like the sport itself or focus on, you know, what truly matters for the organization. And this is exactly what we're doing. Uh, we're trying to replace manual human labor where we can to help these people. Um, so in order to do this, we created a virtual volunteer. Uh, that takes over a big part of the workload uh, of volunteering. So this uh, volunteer, we call him Tom, and Tom is actually running on artificial intelligence uh, and automation. So basically we try to automate uh, everything around the club. We try to automate uh, fan engagement, social media, media and communication, press relations, operations, marketing, finance, sponsor relations, and so on. So basically we really try to automate everything with uh, Tom, the virtual volunteer. So in general, how it works is Tom tells you what needs to be done for your organization, why, how, and when. Uh, and then he asks you for your permission to execute. Uh, and boom, the job is done. Um, sounds pretty um, simple. Um, now today, Tom can already execute over 100 tasks. Um, he's faster than volunteers, more independent. Uh, and actually, he also makes um, smarter decisions, um, given that he bases his decisions on data and uh, analytics. Um, so at the end of the day, we have um, less workload for human volunteers um, and also for clubs uh, or uh, federations. They require less workload because we have this virtual volunteer that takes over a big part of it. Um, and now the real human volunteers, um, you know, they gain time, they, they gain knowledge. Um, the organization itself um, increases its members and fans. Um, the club's activity goes up. Um, and actually even the quality of work um, can increase um, with the volunteer. Um, so how exactly does it work? Uh, that's a bit different. So Tom connects um, to all kinds of applications. Um, so he connects to different um, available tools and services and products. Then he exchanges data between uh, those applications. So he's making sure they communicate with each other. Um, once this is done, he also manages to gather knowledge. So given that he has access to all this data, he understands what's going on. Then, uh, once he understands what's going on, we can go on to automated execution uh, of certain tasks. So he understands what needs to be done um, with the different data sets and with the tools that he has at his hands to achieve certain goal. Um, so this is basically a never-ending process. And this way, uh, Tom turns into a good decision maker, but an even better executioner of those decisions. Um, so this is basically what uh, the uh, assistant does for sports organizations like clubs and federations. 
Um, now this assistant, uh, we've been testing it as a minimum viable product, um, but the, the real assistant will be on the market by the end of 2018. Um, but speaking of it, um, I want to take the, the opportunity here on the podcast to shout out to all other sports tech companies and startups, uh, because we're looking for other sports tech companies who want to hook their product or service to our assistant um, and become part of this disruptive process. Um, so if any of you out there are building cool products within sports, uh, you want to roll them out to a large number of organizations at the same time, well then uh, make sure you get uh, connected uh, to our assistant uh, and our assistant will help you uh, in bringing your product to the masses by offering it to the organizations. So uh, as a final note, we really try with this assistant to help volunteers uh, and in the end also unite the, the sports tech ecosystem uh, with our virtual assistant, Tom. Wow, very cool. I like the ambition. And if you can make it, I think that's like a win-win-win-win-win situation for everybody involved. It's uh, good for you, I guess, good for the sports clubs, good for the people who uh, actually do sports in those clubs. Uh, but like you just said, also good for uh, other startups who uh, yeah, are using your solution to have a platform to, to push their product. So very cool ambition. Um, and with every big ambition, I think there are also coming some challenges. So what would you say, is it in, in your situation? Is it uh, to integrate all those uh, external solutions in your product? Is it to teach Tony um, how to be this clever uh, volunteer and to do all the things he uh, can? Uh, or is it maybe something else? What would you say? Um, so, <laughs> yeah, obviously there's a lot of uh, challenges, but... Um, to be honest, we have uh, very little challenges on the product side. Um, you know, the real challenges, in, at least in my opinion, is the challenges you really face uh, as, a, as a tech company, uh, which lies in recruiting talented people, um, especially developers. Uh, I, I think uh, like most uh, tech startups in Europe, we're really in the middle of this talent war. Uh, and, you know, especially as a small startup um, uh, where you where you kind of compete with the Amazons and the Facebooks and so on, uh, but yeah, so far we managed uh, to build an extraordinary team. Um, so far, so good. Um, but if anybody out there knows good developers or feels like they uh, want to join our team, um, we are more than uh, than happy to get to know you. All right, great. Uh, so I wonder if you have some metrics or success stories that you want to share with us. Um, sure. So uh, things are really looking good so far um, with our minimum viable product. Uh, or beta version, um, we we set ourselves a few um, goals. So with every organization we work, we set ourselves a target to save over 200 hours of manual labor work per year. Um, and with some organizations, we already managed to achieve this. Um, then on the other hand, um, we haven't seriously invested into marketing and sales yet, uh, almost not at all, uh, but still we managed to rack up some sales and generate a somewhat significant revenue um, so that's pretty promising uh, for us so far. Cool. Um, all right. Um, I think we learned a lot about uh, what you actually do. Uh, now let's talk a bit about what's coming up in the next couple of months. Is there anything planned? I mean, you just mentioned that uh, in late 2018, you will have another uh, step in your development, but uh, something else that you want to mention? Um, yeah, so uh, the, the, for the next uh, months, uh, the first step will be the release uh, of, of the final product, uh, this virtual assistant, Tom, um, which we plan uh, to release by the end of the year. Um, now, at the same time, uh, we plan to raise more funds over the next few months. So uh, I'd also love to take this opportunity to call upon all business angels and venture capitalists uh, who, invent, uh, who invest in uh, sports tech. 
um, please do not hesitate to get in touch with us um, and join us on this uh, adventure. So uh, I'm very confident that we will disrupt the sports industry. Um, and I'm very confident that this company will make an impact. Um, so you as an investor, you really wouldn't want to miss out on this opportunity today. <laughs> it's very cool because you have uh, an offer for basically everybody today. You have an offer for investors, you have an offer for other startups, you have an offer for people looking for a cool job. So <laughs> maybe you are already the virtual assistant, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, but of course, I mean, uh, as a small startup, you don't always get the opportunity to be uh, on a European podcast. So uh, <laughs> the way we hustle, we try to make the most out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All right. Um, is there anything else we should know about you or is there anything we did not cover yet? Um, so, no, not really. Um, I accept uh, that I really want to under, uh, underline as, as a key takeaway what we're looking for. So we're looking for strategic partners, um, you know, for growth, um, other, other companies in sports tech. Um, also for, for startups, tech products that want to, connect it to, uh, want to get connected to our assistant uh, and, of course, uh, investors. So if any of all of this um, makes sense to you and uh, yeah, sh make sure to get in touch with me either uh, via LinkedIn or, or via info at sport50.com. Yes, and you will uh, always find the link uh, to Sport50 uh, on, in the description of the podcast. Cool. Uh, very last question. Do you have any productivity hack that works for you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm a big um, fan of uh, to-do lists. So uh, Wunderlist, uh, uh -huh. which now turned to Microsoft, uh, really hate multitasking. I think uh, it kills productivity. Um, and having a very uh, clearly structured day for the next day before you go home at night, uh, I think, at least for me, this helps me immensely turning off Uh, the brain the, during those few hours of free time you get as an entrepreneur. So yeah, that's, that's all for me uh, in terms of productivity. Awesome. Uh, Jill, thank you very much for this podcast. It was super interesting and I wish you all the best for the future. Thank you very much uh, for, for having uh, us uh, here with Spot50, Benjamin. Thank you very much. Awesome. Bye-bye.